Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Getting ready for whatever summer activities you got tonight and into the weekend. Like Thursday's really weekend day. And oh yeah, by the way, tonight if you're West Coast, like guys like Dan Byer, Byer's like... I'm sure Lisa's, well, um, do you want to do the night shift today? or the, like, night, night shift, night shift. I'll do the night shift so I can watch golf because, of course, the Open Championship starts. So true, uh, Doug. It's right? so true. I told her, I said, I got the baby Thursday and Friday. You don't worry about it. You sleep in. You, you, you take, take, take the night off. I got this. I got this. And then there's going to be a the baby. Uh, you know, I love, like, this is, you're getting to a really good age, right, where they fall asleep, like, right there on your chest, and then you're watching golf, and it's, 
Oh, it feels so, so good. Discover matches the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted 99% of the places in the U.S. take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. So Kawhi Leonard had a surgery to repair a partially torn right ACL. So if you remember what happened, he had a great game against um, the Utah Jazz. And then towards the end of the game in the fourth quarter, Joe Ingles kind of fell into him. And it looked bad. He said he was all right. And then we didn't see Kawhi Leonard the rest of the year, except in a suit up in, uh, in the owner's box. And I, I thought it was interesting because now having gone through it myself, like I can't imagine having tried to give it a go. On the other hand, the partially torn ACL makes a whole lot more sense. Like my, my guess is that, you know, you do the, te- the they do that test with like, it's like a resistance sort of testing and like, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. It's not as tight as it should be. Then you go to the MRI and they're like, well, it's sprained. We don't, you know, sometimes they, they think maybe it can heal on its own, but uh, honestly, you gotta, gotta get it fixed and fixing it instead of just, it's almost better when it rips in half. Because everybody knows how to fix it. You go through the process, whereas sometimes when you don't go through the whole process and you get a partial tear or they, or they, they wait to see if it can heal itself, it doesn't, and then it ends up snapping. So obviously I agree with the idea of getting it done now, even if there was some sort of faint hope that it could, it could heal itself or he could strengthen everything around it, probably still wasn't feeling right. And I'll just tell you the pain... I don't know what it feels like if you have partially torn the fully torn one right now. Like if it twists in any way, the pain is so severe. It, it just brings you to your knees. So now he has a player option for $36 million. If he opts in, he can sign a four year, $181.5 million extension that would start in 2022, 2023. Kawhi Leonard said, obviously if I'm healthy, the best decision is to decline the player option. That was in December. But that didn't mean he's uh, um, doesn't mean I'm leaving or I'm staying. I'm focused on the season. Like I said, we'll talk about that when it's the right time. Now, in fact, is the right time. So do you go partially in and opt in? Do you go all in and go like, look, let's just sign the deal, get the money. That's a five this year and then four more years. Or do you roll the dice on uh, on on playing the free agency role? Gav, what do you do? I would think with his history of uh, his injury history, plus what happened in San Antonio where the team doctors were such a major factor why it didn't go well, this will definitely be impacted by his relationship with those doctors. I would think you would opt in and then sign that four-year deal as, you know, to be comfortable with, you know, returning from that injury. That's what I would do, but I I do Uh, think that... I would say... I just I, I do worry that there was a report, and I think it was by Skip Bayless. We don't know how legit this was, but you it was know, Skip Bayless with, with a team doctor and his concern about the doctors in L.A. So, if that's true, then then I'm not sure. But 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 again, here's the here's the problem. Here's the problem, and I'm I'm guessing he's getting that from his uncle, right? That that Skip is getting from from Kawhi's uncle, who controls all this stuff. But we get to the point where you're like. Uh, all right, you don't like the San Antonio doctors, you don't like the LA doctors, like 
and they let you go see your own doctor and get your own feel. It's not all about that. That is a player first organization, an incredible play. Like they acquiesced to, to Kawhi and to um, Paul, Paul George. George, probably too much. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure like it's not anybody, anybody's fault. They tore his ACL and he didn't go and play on a partially torn ACL. So you can be mad at whether they held him out. You know, did they hold Is Are they mad because they held him out when he had a partially torn ACL and he thought he could have played? Or are they mad because he played with what's now deemed to be a partially torn ACL? He didn't actually play anymore after that. He didn't. And, he and was it's able really to hard to manage. tell. He was able to load manage the last two seasons whenever he wanted. They didn't have an issue. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I just I think that's one of those things where you're just mad. You know, I mean, that that's my thing is I, I, I so I tore my ACL Thursday. I was playing golf and I I'm I'm like mad. at I could have played 18, but it would have been really slow. So part of it is my own golf ADD. Part of it is had I gotten down there right away, we probably could have gotten 18 in and then gone and played the game. And then part of it was I wasn't going to play in this game. And then I had a buddy um, who I maybe could have talked into it had I gotten a hold of him earlier and I wouldn't have had to play as much or. Maybe I had, but I had stuck to my rule of never playing unless I'm playing at my old playing weight or lighter, you know, or on the move I did where a guy was there. If I, instead of going over the top, I gone underneath, there's not the same explosive step and maybe I don't blow out my knee. I, I don't know. You start to question all kinds of things. You want to blame all kinds of things, but the truth is it's like nobody's fault. It just happens. It just happens. So I, I don't know who there is to blame. If, if it's me, if it's me, I, I opt in, I take the big money, but I'm, I'm still not happy, then I can ultimately get traded. That's what happened to James Harden. We've seen it in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, Gab, go ahead. If he does go elsewhere, it will feel like with the Clippers... He's not when, going elsewhere. It, it, you, you think for sure that he's staying with the Clippers? Yes. Okay. Well, I was going to say, yes. if he does, I, I agree. I, I think it where, is. Where's where he going to go? I, I saw, I saw a report today that you know, will he go to the Lakers? I, I don't see that in with any realistic no. option. Yeah, uh, chance. But it does. Feel I just like, don't. I don't think. Look, the Lake. And by the way, the Lakers aren't as aren't as well run organization. Right, like they they've done a really good job of building a really good team around him. I, I actually think how well they play without him should give him added confidence in what they've been able to do, and also Ty, Ty Lue. Unless he has some bad uh, re, uh, relationship with Ty Lue, I can't see any way in which he's not totally fired up about playing for Ty Lue in the future, considering how well Ty Lue showed himself to do earlier this year. Buyer, what do you do if you're Kawhi Leonard? I'm Kawhi Leonard. Million. Yeah, I, um, mm-hmm. I, I think that I, I would probably I would opt out and then re-sign a long-term deal with the Clippers. That's what I think he's going to do. Because I think there are enough okay. teams that would be willing Why? to take the chance. I think that they're that I think even with his knee injury and next season. There are other teams that would be willing to uh, give him that money to um, have him be with their team for however long of an extension he would like to sign. 
Um, yeah, but can't can't the team you're with isn't that the only team that can give you the bigger contract? Sure. Like in terms of your bird rights, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know here. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, and, and how much more money if it's four years, what was the number there? Well, Gavin, I, was that $180 million? $181 million. I would just say this. He wanted this contract because he wanted yep. this ability to opt out. And it's, it's right. It's not exactly like Dak Prescott, but um, with, with his situation, but it's kind of worst case scenario. And I think that there is still a market, just like there seemingly would have been for Dak after he had that leg injury. And so I still think well, that... Well, I definitely think there's still still market. There's no yeah, question there. Yeah, and that was the whole reason why he wanted the contract, because he felt that there would be another market for him after that, and I don't think that has changed despite this injury. No, but I mean, like, now you're taking him on, and you're basically thinking, okay, next year's probably a wash. Uh, partially, Spencer Dinwiddie was cleared to play in June. He toured in December. So, you know, here's a guy who toured in, I don't know, it was end of May, or early June. You know, you'd think he'd be back by February or March of next year and and could be ready to go for the playoffs. But if not, a new team, you'd have, and it's Kawhi Leonard, you'd have no idea if he takes longer, it's, longer to get back sure. off be, because that's what he's done in the past in terms of load management hey. or he comes back and he still doesn't play every day he plays you know every third day yeah so so Did, you're going to invest in a guy that you really don't have much of you won't have in training camp you might won't have much his first year and then you got three more years i think he'll take the deal and then if something doesn't change then he'll just do the james harden stick his feet in the mud and say trade me i think it's kevin durant kevin durant ruptures his achilles with golden state Right. Brooklyn knows that he's not going to be available the next season, but they're like, hey, that's all right. As long as we can get Kevin Durant in our building and have him for those other years, I think that's that's why Kawhi would opt out, knowing that other teams maybe would have that same thinking for him to sign them in free agency. Hmm. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Ryan Burr's a good friend of mine. He's a Pittsburgh dude through and through. He's also a golf reporter. Um, and uh, he works for the Golf Channel. He said that Ben Roethlisberger prioritized physical condition ahead of a new season to the point where his diet is, quote, stricter than that of Tom Brady's, who is, of course, famous for TB12 and his nutrition uh, regimen. Burr cited sources close to Ben Roethlisberger suggesting that the quarterback is obsessed with his new workout plan in an effort to prove naysayers wrong in entering 2021. Like, hey, you guys made fun of me for a long time for not doing anything in the offseason. I'll show you. Now I'm going to get my fat butt into shape. Like, that's essentially what we're being told. Okay. 
The the issue with 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 weight loss and and I like I'm just fully honest about it. Like, look, I, I I'm always I'm a little thicker than most dudes my size that play basketball. I played in the high 180s. And I was in the high 190s when I hurt my knee last week. Is like, look, the heavier you are, the more likely, especially as you get older, the more likely you are to injure yourself. You're just, your body's not used to carrying that much weight. Um, but, but the idea of like, look, late in life or later in life, criminals find Jesus. A lot like the way that late in their sports life, athletes find nutrition. Carmelo Anthony is the best example of that. Remember when Carmelo Anthony was skinny? Carmelo Anthony like, man, he's in great shape. Like, yeah, but his body still didn't feel right. Yeah, that's because he was carrying around too much weight for too long. It's one of those things like people who, you know, people who've gone through this massive and dramatic weight loss. It's pretty amazing. You see these body transformations. And like the first thing is, right, they got to get rid of that excess skin. Because they just because you, your skin stretches and it doesn't retract. It's not it ain't built like that, right? Like it does to a certain extent, but then you know, I mean, these people that are losing hundreds of pounds, they have all kinds of extra skin that has to be taken off. You have to worry about you know, maintaining your weight loss, and it's hard. There's obviously challenges there, but but another portion of it is like, look, just because you lost two hundred pounds. When you're 30 years old and you went from 400 to 200 and now you're much more at your appropriate weight, it's not like you get a pass on that for your body. Like however long you were too heavy, one, you're eating something terrible and not exercising to be that heavy. And then two, you you did wear and tear damage on your body. So it's great that Ben Roethlisberger has found fitness God late in his career. Awesome. But it's not like like the last 20 years of, you know, eating wings and going out and throwing a football and not practicing in the offseason and not being dedicated. Like, yeah, that, that leads to your body breaking down. It's not like, oh, oh now he's going to run fast. Like, no, you're still in your late 30s. You still had multiple operations. You're still a huge, huge man. And, oh, yeah, by the way, your joints, your back, your knees, your hips, like all of these different uh, focal points, your body, they've been worn down by carrying too much weight. And it's not like they're like, oh, we got lots of weight. Now let's fly around the football field. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Yeah, Trev Alberts, DJ Daniel Jeremiah joins us. Do you know the Trev Alberts ESPN story? Uh, I, I He was on game day, right? No, he was not on game day. He was the studio. So... So here's the way it works, okay? Um, yeah. And it, it's different with other networks, but at ESPN, um, you would have game day that was out on the road, and then you'd have a studio studio team as well. So game day would do, back then I think it was like 11 to 12, and they kick off with the Big Ten. And then halftime of the Big Ten game, that would be when Trev Alberts and uh, Mark, um, what's Mark the May. big? Mark May. Yeah, it was Trev Alberts yeah. and Mark May, right, would be on at halftime. With, I, I believe with Reese Davis, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. Fowler was was Chris Fowler was hosting. Anyway, so but you actually had to be there, and because I was part of the studio crew, I was never part of the college game day basketball. But you had to. It was like, it, I mean, look, you're getting paid for it. I mean, you're not getting paid per hour. You get paid a day rate. But you had to be there watching other people do the job that you want. 
it, it was really hard. Like you're sitting there going like, well, I'd love to get in and talk about this game. And so you had game day, but you'd have to sit in studio in your seat just in case they'd say the bird went down, right? Like the satellite yeah. went down. Oh yeah. And I, I think, uh, what, what, what was happening was in an effort to continue promoting game day throughout the day, they were taking segments away from the studio crew. Right. Like normally you have two halftime segments and now all of a sudden you had one. Right. I get to I'm sitting here all day and all I get is like a couple of minutes to talk about all the college football games. And it's just score, highlight and comment. Yeah. And so I, he walked and he's like, I'm just I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I'm walking. So he walked. And then I think uh, and there was a, like a tremor through the building. He was very, very good. And then, you know, he thought about coming back and they, they moved on without him. And I think ultimately, I think Lou Holtz then replaced him and then kind of the rest was history. Then they've had kind of a revolving door a little bit. But that was that was that was that was Trev. Um, all right. Let's let's get to I, I do think that one of the things Frank Solich retired today. Right. And obviously it brings all things Nebraska. I don't think Solich had a head in the right direction, but I think leaving the Big 12 has killed that program. Am I wrong? No, um, it, it just doesn't, it's just kind of a no man's land, you know, um, when you don't, they never really had, you know, a lot of local talent that they survived on. They did a lot of their work, three things. I think it was, you know, they did a nice job in Texas. Um, they did a nice job getting some kids out of California. You know, when, when we were growing up, they were, they were big time guys from Southern California that would make their way to Nebraska. And they had that like unbelievable best walk on program in the country you know where they kind of they took some of those local offensive linemen and they were five year guys um and kind of and built themselves into good football players but now it's just they don't really fit in the big 10 like that's you can't really recruit in, the, in those areas um now you're kind of iced out if i'm a kid growing up in texas and like i go to nebraska my parents are never going to see me play i'm not going to come through here and play the you know ut and, and tcu and all, all the programs that they have so um yeah i didn't like that move for the university. I do have a, a trivia question for you, though. All right, go. Uh, Trev Alberts was the fifth pick uh, in his draft class by the Indianapolis Colts. Who was their other first-round pick that year? I mean, uh, Peyton Manning? Marshall Falk. With the Marshall pick. Falk. Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. Willie okay. McGinnis in that draft. Willie McGinnis went one pick ahead of Trev Alberts. Willie McGinnis. Did you know Willie McGinnis was my teammate at Superstar Basketball Camp? I did not know that, but I know, I mean, I've heard stories about Willie as a basketball player. He, how, give me your scouting report. Uh, he was really good. He was not as skilled. He was not as good as, uh, so Tony Gonzalez is my AAU teammate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony was, he kind of had a funky jump shot, but he was, they're both crazy competitive Willie was everything you think a football player should be. He was ridiculously athletic. He was big, strong, and intimidating as hell and just tough. But he wasn't really skilled. He wasn't not skilled. But he wasn't, uh, Tony wasn't terribly skilled, but he was so agile in terms of spin moves. He's a quick jumper, a better rebounder. Um, he wasn't as intimidating as Willie was, but he was far more agile in terms of scoring and, and ways to kind of throw kind of garbage points in they were they were garbage points masters yeah that's that's a 
Uh, that's an interesting breakdown. Like my my uh, Slam and Jam team that I played on. By the way, did you ever do Slam and Jam? Yeah, of course. Back in the day. Yeah. So my, my Slam and Jam team was Daryl Russell was on there. It was what uh, D. Russ I think was the second pick in the NFL draft to the Raiders mm-hmm. when he came out of USC, and we had Jelani McCoy. Uh, John McCoy, that, that John McCoy is my year. He was he would be a perfect NBA center today because all he did was dunk and block shots. Yep, yep. So we we played in the league with him. He went to St. Augustine High School, I went to Christian High School, so we, we played them twice a year, and then uh, we played Slam Jam together. I just remember we were late to a game for some reason. We had traffic coming from San Diego, and so we got to the gym um, right before tip, and when we got there, it was like a who's who of, of coaches that were just waiting for our, for our game to see him. I mean, he was a highly, highly recruited kid. Yes, yes, he was. Daniel Jeremiah joining us. Okay. Um, what do you make of the most recent Aaron Rodgers quote? Where like, hey, I'm gonna just enjoy this couple weeks off, then figure it out. D- is there is there is there another move that he has? Uh, no, I don't think he has. He doesn't have a move. It's just praying, wishing, and hoping that maybe they would, you know, acquiesce to his wishes and and send him somewhere. But I just I don't see that happening. You know, um, and I. I, I I'd still see him if he's working out and training like he wants to play. There's only one place where he can get that accomplished, and that's in Green Bay. So um, I think this kind of all ends the way we've been saying for, for months now. He's going to be a Packer. And then maybe after this, give them some more plans. And maybe they, you know, if they want to go with Jordan Love at that point in time, if we see some regression in Aaron Rodgers, then, then maybe. Uh, but but I have a feeling I think you know we're going to see Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay not just this year but probably beyond and I would imagine it would be under a new contract. I I think so as well. I think I think he's had options. I think once Pey- also Peyton has kind of let us in on like yeah I don't see him coming to Denver. Like Peyton knows a lot more than he's letting on. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's just not a, he's not going to be available. I mean I'm sure Denver would love to do it. I'm sure Peyton's aware that Denver would love to do that. But I'm sure Peyton's been made aware of what. What the uh, Packers' response has been in those overtures, if there were overtures, I just I, it's a it's a non-starter. It's it's a quick conversation. Hey, is want to talk to you about Aaron? Yeah, not available. Um, I know, but what about no? He's it's that's it. What do you have him for lunch? Um, does Denver uh, that division? Like we're all talking about the Raiders, and people think, well, maybe the Raiders are better. I don't know. They they completely changed their offensive line. The defense does appear to be better. But we're, we're discounting that Denver's roster, quarterback aside, and, and Teddy Bridgewater should be an upgrade even there. And, of course, the Chargers, like, that could be the toughest division in football. Yeah, it's got a chance to be really good. Um, I, I think the you know, especially when you look at the um, you look at the quarterbacks, there's some intriguing, obviously, start with Mahomes and Herbert, and, uh, and Carr played well last year. So, TBD at Denver. But then you look at Denver's defense, um, you look at the Chargers' defense. I think you'll see Kansas City is out there now. I don't know what's going to go on with this whole Frank Clark situation, um, but they have some. They have some guys, and the Raiders. I mean, just they have no choice but to be better defensively. They can't be worse. Um, so it's a it's a fascinating. It's a very fascinating division. Um, you know, kind of looking around uh, around the league and saying the best division. I don't know if I would, I would go there yet, but if some of these guys, if, if Herbert takes the next step. And you see Carr, you know, kind of find and and and, uh, and find and maintain that level that he had. Then, uh, yeah, it's going to be in the conversation at least. Okay, um, Derwin James has been described to me as 
maybe the best defensive player in football. Obviously, it's a tall order when you have Aaron Donald. Nick Bosa's going to be back healthy this year. But obviously, he's different. He plays a different position. You see him play every game that he's played. He's obviously struggled with health the past two years. What is it that Derwin James does that makes him at least worthy of such a conversation? I think it's it's the combination, right? We've seen guys with his instincts before and kind of his playmaking ability. Um, and we've seen guys with his size, which is pretty unique. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody. I, mean, I guess you have to go back to Sean Taylor, you know, with, with somebody that had that size and that coupled with those instincts um, and all the athleticism in the world. It's just that's what makes him so unique. Everything that Jamal Adams does, you know, down in the box and blitzing and racking up sacks. Like Derwin James can do all that stuff, and he's he's just much much bigger human being. Um, so, and you look at some of the other guys that can range from the middle of the field. He can do all that stuff. So he's he's uh, he's a unique package. Again, they just they've got to find a way to keep him healthy. Missing most of the last two years. I I agree with you, and he's and and, and it's a weird time where like you could have gotten him an extension, but there's no way they're going to do an extension because. You know, you obviously the Chargers are trying to get a discount, trying to get a bargain on it, and there's no bargains to be had if he stays healthy and plays as well as as he can play. Yeah, that's one of those one of those checks, though. If he can if he can go out there and stay healthy and play up to the level that he's been at when he's been on the field, that's one of those checks. I think you kind of like similar to Bosa, where he just you know some are easier to write than others. Like he's such a and such a good leader and, and, uh, and plays with energy and passion and, and, uh, and effort to go along with how great a player he is. I think those checks are a little easier to write. Help me out with this for a second. Richard Sherman. Um, again, don't know if it was just a bad night or if this is the real Richard Sherman. When you heard the story, what was your immediate reaction? I was shocked, you know, and I, I, uh, I don't know Richard very well, but I, I mean, I had one, uh, I've had a couple conversations with him, one real lengthy conversation at the, at the Nike opening, the high school all-star event, um, maybe four years ago. And we, we, gosh, we're on the side, we probably talked for an hour and I mean, couldn't have been nicer, more engaging. Um, it just, yeah, I thought he just, he came across as an incredibly classy guy. So when I saw that, when I saw that report come across, I was, yeah, I was shocked, Doug. I, you know, we'll see. Let's let it all play out and see what the facts are. But when I saw the headline and uh, and what had happened, I, I would, he would have been one of the last guys I would have guessed because I just, just from my interaction with him, I would, I didn't see that one coming. Um, Hall, Hall of Famer, right? I think so. I haven't looked. I have to go back and look at all of his numbers. I would think so. His, I know his ball production for gosh, five or six year run was pretty darn special. So um, he had a Super Bowl on that. Another should have had two. Um, yeah, I, I think he played what, played in three Super Bowls, right? He got one with the with the Niners, and yeah. two with the Seahawks. So did did get burned. Did get burned. You know the Ty, the Tyreek Hill catch was that they they burned Richard Sherman. Yeah, his time in San Francisco, he's not the. You know he lost step clearly, um, and he's never. You know he fit that he fit that role in that scheme in, in Pete Carroll's defense, where he could press and bail and, and play cover three and keep his eyes on the you know through the receiver to the quarterback to be able to use his instincts and make plays. So um, I don't think he would have had that same success had he been in every other system in the league. But golly, he was, he had a pretty good five six year run. 
Yeah, yes. He he definitely had a very, very good five or six year run. Help me out with the Rams. Um they're a tricky team. Obviously, you feel like the playoffs would have been different if Aaron Donald was healthy. And now you substitute in what I think everybody believes is a more talent in terms of arm talent at quarterback and more experience with, with Matt Stafford. Uh, but it was a team that's been so top-heavy, right? Stars, yeah. and then we got to draft guys and, and, and find fill-in stuff. And do you think it all comes together? I think they've done a really good job of, of hitting on some of those guys outside the first round. I mean, when you when you look at it, in order to pull off what they've pulled off to make those trades and pay those guys what they paid them, you, it's not like, hey, hopefully we hit on it's, it's We have to hit on guys in the middle rounds. And when you look at their roster and you see the Cooper Cups of the world, um, I think Van Jefferson is going to be a good player. Cam Akers is a good player. Um, they've found some guys in the secondary that are good players. Um, so, They've done a nice job of, of making that work. Now, it is a tightrope to do that year in and year out because they're going to need young guys to come in this year as well um, and, and step in there and play a role. So it's a lot of pressure on less personnel department um, to be just uh, on it in, in the draft and you're not having a first-round pick. So they've been able to walk that tightrope the last few years in this rookie class. I like it on paper, but let's, let's get them on the grass and see for sure. But they are going to be dependent on those guys each and every year. Um, the Giants are interesting, right? Like this has been a, uh, it feels like hamster on a wheel, perennial rebuild. Saquon's back healthy. Um, and when he's been healthy, he's been a, a very good running back. There's obviously limitations in what you can do. Although Derek Henry's exceeded any of those expectations in Tennessee, the, the lines they have improved quarterbacks turn the ball over too much. And then the defensive backfield gives you, gives you the willies. Where are the Giants? Well, I always start the conversation when we talk about the Giants with the same thing. I, I think they, I give them all the credit in the world for how hard they play. I mean, they, they, they really, really compete and play hard and play with tremendous effort. Now, they've got kind of a career year out of Leonard Williams. Um, can he turn around and give that to them again? They're going to need some young players on that defense that they drafted to step in and, and, uh, and be impact guys right away with Aziz Ojolari. I think they took him in the second round out of Georgia. Ellerson Smith's another uh, edge rusher they took. Um, they need to find another rusher out of that group. So they need some of those young guys to, to step up and get out there. They were pretty active in free agency. Um, I think they paid a Dory Jackson a ton of money. Um, so they're going to need him to, to help out that secondary you were referencing. So there's some new pieces that have to come together. Um, and then Saquon, you know, how does, you know, how does he look coming off that injury? Cause they're going to have to take, take some of that pressure off of Daniel Jones. Just give him some, uh, give him some help in terms of not only being able to run the ball more than anything else, I think just giving him some easy completions, which Saquon can give you in the passing game. You ever gotten hurt? Uh, yeah, man. I've tore, uh, uh, playing wise. I, I, I did, uh, both MCLs, um, you know, a couple high ankles. I think I had four concussions. So that was the playing stuff. I think my, I, my worst injury was hooping after I played was with the Achilles. You did the Achilles. I did the ACL uh, Thursday, and I'm. Uh, oh, did you? Really? Uh, so I got to get that. Yeah. Yeah, I've avoided that one, but it, look, ACL is better than the Achilles, man. That's what that that I have two silver linings to it. Okay, you, the first one is it's not the Achilles, although a lot of guys are like, hey, don't come back and tear your Achilles, right? Um, the second <laughs> one is 
I think the hardest thing when you get done playing is like, what's my goal? Like, what am I training for? You know, like I would just, you know, other than I don't want to embarrass myself. Like, what am I training for now? It's like my, my brother's like, well, that was your last, that was your last adult league or pickup game. I was like, no, it's not. First of all, right leg or left leg? That's left. Okay. You're still driving. So it's my jump leg too. Huh? Uh, well, but yeah, at least from a convenience standpoint, I did my right uh, Achilles, so I couldn't drive for months. Um, so that, it was kind of nice, though, that NFL Network stepped up big and, and had, uh, you know, when I had to go into the studio, they had a car pick me up, and I remember thinking, like, geez, I might just keep this boot on my leg for a little bit longer and see if I can uh, get that deal done. <laughs> get a lot of work done in the back seat. Back same driver, same setup. driver all the time. Was it like an Uber? Different. different did you did driver, you pay a family member? Driver. But it was a different driver. But I was I was a good I was a you know you talk about backseat driver is a bad thing. I was a good like backseat guest. Like hey you know we're coming when I'm coming home like let's swing through in and out. I got you like let's get dinner. Like it was a nice little bonding experience. No, it's good. I I thought about I've several times in my life I've thought about having a driver, which which is great. The pro, I am a little bit of a control freak with a car. And there are times in which I want to go fast. Like you, let's, it's time to go fast now. Let's. We're in a little hurry. I was late getting out the door. Like you know, I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, anyway, why Dana Jeremiah, move this uh, real quick, Doug. Have you go ever ahead. had? I've always no. You had time uh, just for a period of time in my life, which is I think it's never going to happen. But I always it, it was a little bit envious of the people that ride the train because I figured, man, well, that's productive. Like you're, you're oh, it's cool on your way. I've done it. To get stuff done. You did it. You you do. There's there 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 is some sunken time cost that you don't realize, right? Like you one. Like I was in Westport, Connecticut, right? So Westport is a a train town, and it's an hour and five minute train ride. So theoretically, you can get a lot done. You only have the internet until you reach the city, right? And you can do it on your phone. There's no like internet at that time. There's no internet. I think the trains are better now. I think they have internet the whole way. Yeah. Um, but you can get stuff done, but you got to remember, you got to leave like 15 minutes before the train. You got to make sure you get your parking spot. If you have a parking pass, otherwise you have to pay every day. Then you got to walk up the stairs. You're talking about the dead of winter and you're sitting there waiting for the damn train to come. <laughs> then the train comes, which is great. Then you get to Grand Central Station. Now you got to catch another. You got to walk across the station, catch another cross town, downtown. Like it's a lot. It's it, it absolutely to do it for a year in your life. It's great. Like I still, we, yeah. we wanted to live in New York city. We never did it. Like I wish I would have done it a year in my life, but I don't think I could do it for 20 years. Yeah, no, that's fair. That, that was kind of my thought too. I don't know if I want to do it long term, but I always wanted to experience that to see what it was like. You could do it. You could do it. There's the uh, California flyer too, right? That goes up to San Diego. You can, and then yeah, you can get your car service from downtown LA. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just going to keep that. I'm going to. It's like you never want to meet your heroes. Like I'm just going to never do that. So then I can just keep it romanticized in my mind that it's better than it probably really is. <laughs> well, I've got to meet my hero. He's Daniel Jeremiah. DJ, great stuff, dude. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? quarterbacks, coaches. Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, John. I know I am good. Let's get to what the Fox said. <laughs> this is Colin Cowherd earlier today on why he ex- what he expects for Aaron Rodgers this upcoming season. Denver schedule again with Drew Locke. You start. You open at the Giants. Good luck. Now you'll beat Jacksonville and the Jets, but it's Baltimore. It's at Pittsburgh. It's at Cleveland. It's Washington. It's at Dallas. Those are losses. Trading deadline is week eight. Keep your eye on Jordan Love looking solid in preseason. Aaron's the kind of guy that could go into a locker room in Denver immediately. Remember, Vic Fangio's gone if he's under 500. So there's some urgency in Denver. So I do believe in the trading deadline, there will be discussions to move Aaron to the AFC. Denver will be fairly desperate. The Chargers, many are predicting, are a Super Bowl team. And I'm talking gamblers are into that. We know Kansas City's better. Uh, you got a, you got a young GM in Denver, an old coach, and a quarterback nobody truly believes in. Keep your eyes on this stuff. I will say I think Aaron Rodgers' trade deadline is a viable move. I don't. So the Packers at the trade deadline are going to wave the white flag on their season and, and, and go to, go to Jordan Love. Is that, is that, was that, what was Colin's story with his, his travel thing? Did he get hit on the head when he was traveling? (laughs) Come on. Why would. I, I don't understand, I don't understand the logic there that the Packers remember there's 17 games in this season. Okay, there's more teams in the playoffs than ever. Last year they were the one seed, so they're gonna they're gonna give up on the thought of a Super Bowl eight games into the year. A team that won 25 regular season games the past two years. Right, they open with the Saints, the Lions, the Niners, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Bears, the Washington football team, the Cardinals, before they take on the Chiefs week nine. So in those first eight weeks of the season, it's going to go so bad they're going to trade away the greatest quarterback to ever wear a Green Bay Packers jersey. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to say it's not a viable option. It won't be a thought. It won't happen. Anyway. <laughs> The Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. God, we're chasing this Aaron Rodgers thing because it's like people know it's people in my business know there ain't a ton to talk about. Let's figure out a way to talk about something like, no, we've, we've beaten that dead horse. It's laying by the roadside. It really, really is. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.